We're here to kick butts and eat nuts. And you can't eat nuts in space, squirrel girl. Inhumans enhanced and all mutants thereupon. This is Modern Escape. Excelsior, true believers. My name is Oodles, and I am the Omnipotent Watcher. Today, I am joined by... Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's Candy Machine. It's a bird. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Also, a force of nature from the depths of the deepest swamp. It's Biggie Swamp Thing. (laughs) Fucking hell. Hello. (laughs) And the world's greatest detective, often heard screaming, The cookies, where are they? It's Stig. Island boy, gotta get my island boy. Oh my god! The island boy's back. Yep, you'll only get that if you're a Patreon subscriber. <laughs> and unfortunately, Gadget isn't with us this evening because we've given him an holiday. He's on his vacation. Is it gardening holiday? <laughs> yeah, but we do have a very special guest this episode. So last week, I reached out to this very famous director for his input on the Hollywood love affair with superheroes, and you'll never believe it. His people got back to me. That's right, listeners. The legendary king of the silver screen, Sir Ridley Scott, told me to fuck off and never contact him again. So instead, we've got Deadbeat Punk. <laughs> Yo-ho! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, sir. So before we go any further with any Patreon sellings and stuff like that, I just want to know who you are. Oh, everybody knows who I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a bit oh, confident, isn't he? He's confident well, for an Irishman. It's not wrong. Oh, yeah, well, you know, I send all my listeners over here, so, you know, there shouldn't be any crossover. <laughs> okay, then. So what's your favourite film? My favourite film is The Blues Brothers, and I was very annoyed none of you fucking nominated it. It's 2000. a film. You know, you know how I love that film, but we only got I to pick two. I don't fucking care. We only <laughs> got to pick two Your excuses films. don't get it nominated. <laughs> and as okay, I said, so got that. if you only had two picks, fucking pick it twice. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favourite game? See, that's a sticky one. Um, I am recording an episode on my favourite game, and I don't oh. want to give the game away. LOL. What's your second favourite game? Yes. <laughs> Skies of Arcadia. I've already Perfect. covered that one. Lovely, lovely, lovely. And what's your favourite conspiracy? Well, it's a bit of a downer, so I hope you'll stick with me. But Yeah. Uh, people who tell you that cancer has been cured, like there's <laughs> a lem sip for cancer, but they just don't want to put it out because they'll make no money out of it. And it's like, I don't care who the fuck you are. If you created a cure-all, a, a wee fucking strepsil that you'd hook that cured all cancer, <laughs> and it only cost you a pound to make, you could charge whatever the fuck you want Absolutely. for it. Yeah. yeah, you'd make a lot of money from yeah. that. Yeah, so I just don't buy that bullshit at all. Yeah, I, I've I've heard that so many. It's, it's stupid. Yeah. You hear it with a lot of diseases and stuff like that. Oh, it's big pharma. They want you to die. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. They want you Bold, to live. Yeah. They want you Boldness. to live and keep buying medicine. But big companies have more heart than I do. You know, <laughs> yeah. they, they want to see you get better. You, you have to worry about that a conspiracy because um, mine got cut from the first episode. So. <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> it was that. It was that bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. 
So we've got we've got Punk here from the What the Fuck Do You Want podcast, mainly because it's a big crossover between us, well, our show featuring Stig and Punk's show, What the Fuck Do You Want? Um, for people that don't know, it's a, uh, a snappy podcast at around about 30 minutes, beautiful for your little Monday morning commutes, and it's not for the faint of heart, really, is it? Can you elaborate on that much more, Punk? I really shouldn't fucking have to. But uh, no, don't play it in the car. Uh, it's not. It's not great. Having windows down isn't great either if you're driving around. <laughs> uh, I've had a couple of reports of yeah, things not going down too well. Yeah, and yeah. our lovely Stig is going to be on it this week, I believe. He is. Oh, I am. Yeah, he's a dreamboat. But... My only criticism about the show oh. is probably about thirty minutes too long. But other than that. <laughs> Well, you know, sadly, I have had lesser guests on. About uh, <laughs> for themselves. So, speaking of Stig, I remember the socials. Yes. <laughs> speaking of Stig, um, it's time for Stig to do his thing that he does, where he sells this shit to everybody else. Give us yes. your fucking money. <laughs> yeah, oh, we need much. that. We need that as a soundbite. There we go. Fuck it. There we go. Uh, oh, hang on. He's, he's deleted it. <laughs> no. Gadget's just popped in. He's, he's eavesdropping on us. Oh, is it? Away from his hole. There he is. Can't resist. He can't, couldn't resist, could he? Right, punk. Thanks for coming. Off you go, mate. <laughs> yeah, you go. Cheers to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you like more of what we do, we have a Patreon. You can head to patreon.com forward slash modern escapism. On there, you'll find the three tiers that we do. First up is modern escapees, five pounds a month. That gets you an extended edition of this episode every week, as well as at least one monthly special and any other specials that we put out. Uh, we're currently doing our Hawkeye spoiler cast special, which is going to run throughout the Hawkeye series. And Biggie and Gadget will be back in the new year to finish off the Fast and the Furious saga. <laughs> For good. And... <laughs> yeah. Until the 11th once comes out. Obviously. Yes, bring and it then on. the 12th. And then the inevitable 13th and 14th. Yes. And forever keeping them in pain. Yes, it's the last film film I want to see before I die, which probably won't be too far away, to be honest. I'd like to watch that on my deathbed. Well, I'm hoping yeah. there's an apocalypse on New Year's Eve, so I don't have to worry about that next year. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, added to uh, Modern Escapees now is basically what we're doing this episode. If you are a patron, you can submit topics to us and we'll put them in the bank and we'll just uh, pick one at random whenever we feel like doing oh, a random. special. Or do you pick one you like better than the others? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what we did last, this time, yeah. We're not voting next time, it's just going to be random. That broke my heart, that ruined the rest of my week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that punk guy, prick. Super natty cat. Oh, isn't she a fucking delight? <laughs> if, it, if it makes you feel any better, I actually voted for yours. Yeah, it did. <laughs> He did listen. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm just saying. If we had a picture of Punk, you wouldn't be on this episode. We'd have Natty Cat on instead. Just I'd to like make to see things. you try and stop me. <laughs> He's in now for good. But yes, um, thank you very much for that, Stig. Is that everything? I mean, I've not even finished. Oh. <laughs> I've just got sidetracked a bit there. Uh, yeah. Second up. Oodles. If you uh, like Dungeons & Dragons, we do a D&D player podcast called Do Dragons Dream of Scott Sheep. Uh, five pounds a month on the Scott Sheep tier gets you ad-free early access of the podcast as well as any um, artwork that Candy does for it and any original music, maps, character sheets, and anything else. And you can also suggest item names and NPCs for gadgets to use in the campaign. And the Biggie Bundle, £7.50, that gets you everything. Literally everything. There you go. Now I'm done. 
Excellent. Thank you very much. So let's just start as we mean to go on. I just want to know what you've all been up to this week. And I want to start with oh, Biggie. Unfortunately, not an awful lot. I've been mega busy. Um, it's so, for you, that. Yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm still where I have had a bit of time. Um, nearly finished Kingdom Season 2. Um, really enjoying that. Played a bit of Mass Effect 1, um, the remaster. Just little jaunt through that. Uh, very slowly moving through that bit of Borderlands, but the one thing I did catch, um, which I actually didn't put on, but my wife did, and ended up sitting watching it with her, was a, a, a documentary on Netflix called "The Show Must Go On," which is about Queen and Adam Lambert. Yes, I have mm. actually seen this. Um, and yeah, it's basically a documentary about uh, Queen going back on the road after the original tour, which I think was called uh, "Return of the Champions." Yeah, they did it with Paul Rogers or something, didn't they? That's right, um, yeah. which they did for quite a few years. And then um, he, it, it wasn't like a permanent member of the band, so he dropped out when he, he didn't want to go on a tour. You know, um, it's all, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They all get on really well, so it wasn't Amicably. A Amicably, thank you. So they were looking for a replacement. And um, for those that saw Adam Lambert's journey through American Idol, they actually performed together um, in one of the finals, I think it was. They actually had Queen on stage doing one of their records. Um, and Adam Lambert and the other guy, who I can't remember, uh, sang together. And they actually were really impressed by Adam Lambert, even back then. Um, and then somebody, you know, they kept in touch, but nothing really happened for a few years. And then once Paul Rogers dropped out, they were thinking of who could replace it. Someone reminded them about Adam Lambert. Mm. So they got in touch with him. Um, Adam Lambert, who has had a bit of a difficult solo career, literally just after he, I don't know for those that watch any of those uh, shows like Britain's Got Talent, X Factor, etc., that if you are successful, you end up sort of doing a tour on behalf of yeah, the... Yeah, you contracted to it, aren't you? Yeah, for at least a year. So he off went promoting himself, doing his solo career. It was doing okay until he did a live performance, did a few risque things on his live performance, which didn't go down too well with the audience. He never did basically... a helicopter on stage. You know, <laughs> he, he, <laughs> snogged, he snogged a bloke on stage, didn't he? Well, and on top of that, like he it. also um, imitated doing fellatio on one of the uh, guitarists as well. <laughs> We've been doing that for years in Britain. We've all been We're doing it now. But um, yeah, just uh, <laughs> he um, then surprisingly, everyone kicked off because he hadn't actually come out and said that he was gay. Yeah, because apparently that's you have to now. Don't you, you have to tell people, um, and he was just—it's really funny actually because he's doing one of the um, headshots with him. He's doing a chat, and he said that you know what, what you, you couldn't tell. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't even hiding it. Was it <laughs> no, but um, obviously, yeah, he, he had a bit of um, an issue with that. So once that had died down, um, he then did actually have a bit of a solo career for a year or so. But then, yeah, this sort of perfect timing. And he ended up agreeing to, you know, do a session with Queen, see how it went. They ended up going on tour. And it's been a massive success. And some of the footage of him on stage, I mean, obviously no one is ever going to be Freddie Mercury. No one ever could be. But his performance, the way he honours Freddie, the way that he puts his own stance on it, but obviously still singing the songs. But his performances are so good. And there was actually quite a touching point where there was a shooting, I think it was in Las Vegas in 2017, where a guy um, uh, shot into the crowd at um, some concert. 
Yeah. And while this was going on, they were performing in the Isle of Wight. Mm -hmm. So he dedicated, for me, one of Queen's greatest songs, which is He Wants to Live Forever. And when he did that performance, it literally is just incredible. They they show a lot of that performance on documentary and even Brian May and Roger Taylor were looking at this guy like, fucking hell, this is incredible. This is better than when Freddie sang it. And they were just saying it was incredible. And yeah, it, he, his performance, he, he is quite camping over the top, which is kind of mimicking what Freddie did. And you've got that really nice sort of campness on stage. And it's, yeah, it's great. It's just really nice. I've, I've never minded Queen. I like quite like their music. But yeah, just seeing that um, just made me think uh, I'd actually want to see that show. And if they do tour, um, then I recommend people should go and check it out because it looks like fantastic. I'm sure tickets will be cheap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they literally went everywhere. Um, they've been to Europe, America, Asia. Um, they managed to perform in China as well, which is quite unusual. But um, yeah, it is, it's, it's, the documentary is nothing special. It's interesting to watch. But I just thought the story was uh, quite fascinating and uh, really impressed. And I quite liked Adam Lambert after that. I didn't know much about him beforehand, but I, I had a bit more of a, a respect for him as an artist. Yeah. And that was it yeah. for me. Yeah, I, I think he's, he's, got, he's got a good set of pipes on him. Um, but yeah, thank you very much. Um, I, I just, um, I, I don't know what it is. I always would have loved to have seen Queen. I was a little bit obviously too young by the time when mm. Freddie died, but it's just, I just feel like it was a tribute act at this point. Yeah, you know I, know I mean, mean, I know it's I know it'd still be like three members of the original band. But... Yeah, yeah. Well, two members because John yeah, Deacon right, left, yeah. didn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah, John Deacon exactly two members as well. And they could yeah, have weekend just... at Bernie him for a few years, couldn't they? <laughs> 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 Stand, yeah, I just I just thought <laughs> we have had holograms now. We don't need to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. two packs oh, been touring for years. They did do a hologram Queen. actually. Mm. Yeah, they have done that. Yeah, they did do that with Queen with Freddie. I mean, I was lucky to see like they got two pack on with Queen. Yeah, that's <laughs> incredible. Biggie definitely would have went. Yeah, but I, I was probably saw Queen. He was probably there at Live Aid at twenty-one years. I saw, old. I saw it on live on TV. I wish I was there. But, uh, How yeah. old were you? About twenty-one. Shut up. Um, but yeah, just uh, Freddie Mercury is incredible, man. Just uh, what, what an incredible artist. Must be a difficult yeah. role to do. It's a fine line between tribute and rip off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 so absolutely. And I, I think Adam man. Lambert does it. I, mm-hmm. I generally think he has, and I, I don't know if there's an actual footage, you know, like a. They still tour as show, Queen but... featuring Adam Lambert, though, don't yes, they? Yes, not, yes, not yes, yes, yes. A full yeah, member of the yeah. band, and and they never will be. I mean, they did no. mention briefly that they may do record some original material, but then I think they they tend to they always say will. those sort of things. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's definitely people can come in and out of that uh, band. I think it's literally like you say, the remaining members of Queen and whoever performs with them. Yeah. Mm. Excellent, thank you. So, if you can survive, Candy, what have you been up to this week? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hanging in there. I've been I'm watching a bit of. Uh... <laughs> You're about to pass out a minute. You ago. have been a very animated little square there. <laughs> no, it's because I keep reaching for my drink and everything. <laughs> I, I also, I also found it, and I know that you mute in the Zoom call, so we can't hear any of your things. <laughs> But it's still in the edit. It's still I know. I'm there. so sorry. It's going to be disgusting. <laughs> I might just leave it in. Leave it. That's in. the Easter egg. Just all candy yeah, sitch noises. Just, yeah, just leave it in for back. the patrons version. So we'll not we'll not cut that bit out. I'm sorry. It's going to be really horrible. But uh, yeah, I've been watching a bit of anime this week. Um, yeah, so, Yeah, I have been Pervert. full on weaving. Um, <laughs> one of my customers asked me to do a Tokyo Ghoul tattoo on them. Oh, um, so I thought I'd do Tokyo a little bit of research. Ghoul. Yeah, so it's um, Tokyo Ghouls, an anime based on the manga by Sui Ishida. Um, same name. Uh, Nailed comic. it. Yep. 
the story follows Kaneki, a college student from Tokyo, um, and now in this version of Tokyo ghouls roam the streets. They're like human-looking monsters that need to eat human flesh to survive. So essentially, like kind Yorkshire. of like yeah, exactly like Yorkshire. So <laughs> see one right now. Yorkshire vampires. <laughs> um, each ghoul has their own uh, unique uh, kagane, which is um, it's kind of like an organ that comes from within their body, and it kind of serves as a as a weapon essentially. Um, <laughs> And it's cooler than it sounds. It is. It's, it's super know, cool. Like, I'm not doing it just yeah. at all. Here's my organ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking a bit about a big old wagger coming out of it, people. <laughs> It'd be powerful. Although that would be good. Meaty truncheon. I've seen stranger animes as well, weirdly. Um, I fucking have. <laughs> uh, so following his first uh, date with a girl that he fancies, um, Kaneki agrees to walk her home because she's she's frightened of the, re- the sort of recent increase of ghoul attacks and it turns out to be a trap. She's actually a ghoul herself, and she's lured him away to attack him. And by a freak accident, some um, like construction equipment lands on the pair of them, killing the female ghoul and requiring Kaneki to have immediate organ transplants. Um, not knowing that the hospital was a ghoul, and I'm sure this is not allowed in real life, but the hospital just straight up transplanted her organs into Kaneki. So it's kind of like I'm a sure half this waivers you've got to sign. You would think, wouldn't you? But maybe not in this version of Tokyo. Um, so yeah, it's like a half human, half ghoul, and um, there's a few subplots. Um, but the first season, essentially, it's, it's it's the first season I've watched. I've just moved on to the second season. Um, but the first season focuses on Kaneki dealing with being a ghoul and having to eat people to survive. So yeah, I've I've been a little bit hit on hit and miss on anime recently. I think because um, so much is so easily available at the moment, it's easy to kind of slip into the shitter side of. Um, animes. Oh, there's uh, some whereas... fucking trash out there. Trust like me. Cowboy Bebop. Whoa! <laughs> no, whoa, whoa. That's another story for another day, my friend. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is incredible. Shut up. Do you know what? I watched it's one called No theme. Game, No Life, and it That's was the worst theme. thing I've ever seen. Oh, come was... on. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no. Um, <sighs> but yeah, I think it's because like, before you actually had to used to travel to a big city and go to an HMV where they'd only stock the uh, better animes, wouldn't they? And now yeah. there's just... They're just throwing it all out there. Um, yeah, you could only get like Ninja Scroll and Dragon Ball back in the day. I find I used to find oh, it really no, difficult. You could get to some find dodgy Ball. ones. Yeah, Overfiend. Legend of the Overfiend. Like yeah, you said. I got I got one called Perfect Blue. Holy shit! Yeah, if you have seen that, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. a hard watch. It's on my list. No, there's um, there's a guy that used to live in our village, and he had even he was like. 13, 14, his parents were just buying him these 18 rated mangas. Because <laughs> it was cartoons. Like say, he had all four Urusaka Dojis, and if you know what happens yeah. in them. Speaking of penis <laughs> monsters. Jeez. Yeah. Ooh. His parents clearly had no idea. <laughs> um, I wonder what he's yeah. like now. <laughs> oh, he's fine. He's in a, yeah. He's in a safe place. Um, Tokyo Ghoul, it was a pleasant surprise, really, compared to where some of the ones we just mentioned. Um, they're nice, bite sized <laughs> episodes, about 20 minutes. So I've just been watching them um, in the morning before I go to work and then before I go to bed, which has been about seven o'clock in the evenings this week. <laughs> um, the art oh. style is cool. Um, it's, it's standard anime art, but you might, you've probably seen like there's quite um, a distinctive like picture of the main character's face where it's like a half mask with the one black eye. That's super yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think you'll probably recognise a, f- a few of the standard anime character stereotypes, um, but it's fine. You're you're always going to get that in anime. I think it hasn't really like. I don't think anime's been pushing any particular boundaries as much as manga has in the last five or ten years. 
Yeah, manga, the actual, the, the books, they've, they've started to broach some really good topics, but anime, no. It hasn't quite caught up yet. <laughs> Not yeah. yet. But, yeah, I had plans on doing a lot more this week. They're actually showing um, they're showing The Matrix um, in 4K at my local cinema. I was going to go this weekend. Oh, that sounds I, cool. I thought I wouldn't share my germs with people. Very <laughs> kind of considerate of you there. That was the only decent Matrix sequels, that anime one. The Animatrix. Mm. It depends which, because there were, they were like loads of short stories, weren't it? Yeah. Excellent. Is that That's all you've done we... this week? Yep, afraid so. Stig? Uh, speaking of Cowboy Bebop, I've been watching that this last couple of weeks. Which Cowboy Bebop? The original, the cartoon Good. Uh, version, because I wanted to uh, watch that before trying the live action. So I just it's just been my stick on when I've got 20 minutes, half an hour spare kind of thing. Or when I'm eating dinner and the kids are watching some shite on YouTube. I'll stick that on. Island boy. Daddy's going to watch his cartoons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Girls, let Daddy watch his cartoons. <laughs> Be quiet. We want to Pretty watch much. the news. <laughs> <laughs> Current affairs. They watch some terrible stuff on that. Uh, anyway, yeah, so I've watched a couple of films this week. I uh, actually had quite a jam-packed week again, uh, especially on the old films front. Uh, first one I want to talk about is Spencer. Uh, directed by Pablo Larin and starring Kristen Stewart. This is the new Diana film. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So this covers a critical weekend in the early 90s when Princess Diana decided her marriage to Prince Charles wasn't working and that she needed to veer from a path that put her in line to one day be queen. Um, It's very good in a sense that her performance and the score kind of take you through the film. Not a lot happens. It is just kind of them are with for the weekend and she's just feeling the pressure of being part of the royal family. Like it's just weighing depth like further and further on her. Uh so when she gets there, there's all these like traditions and stuff they have to do, and she's just like, Why do we have to keep doing these traditions? They're really stupid and outdated. And that it's it, it starts to play out like a horror film. So like the <laughs> being chased by the queen. Honestly, uh, there's, Charlie's there's, there's, here. Oh, no, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Andrew turns up. Just imagine the queen just smashing down the bathroom door with an axe. <laughs> Hello, dear. Oh. Corgi's chasing. No, there, is, there is a scene, though, at a dinner table where she's just feeling like the, the score is just building and building. So the score is by um, Johnny Greenwood and. He's using a lot of piano and violins in this, and it starts out kind of slow and just like a nice piece of music. Then it just builds and builds and builds until it hits those kind of like horror notes and tones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really over like powering as well. But there's, yeah, there's a scene at the dinner table where the queen is literally just watching her eat. And it's just like, like having that, you know, like you imagine just the queen is watching you and she can't do anything right. And it, it's, uh, it's her, her performance. Yeah. is really good. And, at first, when it started, she started speaking. I was like, "Oh, this just sounds a bit like Musical? someone put putting on no, someone putting on a prop a a, a posh it, English yeah. accent." So I paused it for a second and went and looked at a quick Diana interview just to see. Sure, posh. No, but Kristen Stewart absolutely nails everything: the voice, the mannerisms, the looks, the the way she moves. She's absolutely nailed Diana, uh, and that's why her that's why she kind of. Carries this through, <laughs> not like that. <laughs> I thought I thought the one in the crown was really good. I can't think of her name, but she, I thought yeah, she was the, really... the really young girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you were. You were good. Yeah, but I mean, it's. It, I know this film's not going to be for everyone. I just kind of wanted to watch it. There was a bit of buzz about her performance. Um, I wasn't really interested originally when they said it was coming out or anything. But <sighs> yeah, it's it was very good. Um, cool. But the other main film I wanted to talk about was King Richard. King Richard, yes, uh. yes, go for it. So King Richard is the story of Richard Williams, who is the father of Venus and Serena Williams, and this tells the story of how he managed to take them from Compton into basically being the two biggest female sports, well, tennis stars and sports stars, potentially. Oh, there, there ever has giants, been. Giants, man. And originally when this was announced, so this story stars Will Smith um, in the lead role, and... When this was announced, I kind of like disliked the idea that we've got two of these gr- great female tennis stars and we're going to do a film about their dad. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. But having watched the film, I can completely see why it's done from his perspective and I think it works really, really well. Um, this does start, This does have a lot of Venus and Serena in it anyway, so it, it is telling a lot of their story and how they went from being young girls into... It basically ends with Venus's first pro match. Oh. So it kind of tells that story of them finally getting to the, the pro circuit. But Will Smith is fantastic in this. Oh, he's back to back to being good again then. Yep. Yeah, uh, it's been a lot of buzz about potential Oscar buzz for this, and I can see where it's coming from. Really? I, it kind of, I think the last good film that he really acted well in was Pursuit of Happiness. It feels like he just needs to sack off all the shite action films and focus on doing these. I like kind of Seven films. Pounds. Was that after or before? So I fucking hated Seven Pounds. You just didn't understand it. <laughs> it's not that I didn't understand it. I just found it boring as shit. Oh, wow. So I take it he doesn't get jiggy with it. He doesn't do the theme for it and all that rubbish. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. No, Beyonce does the music for it. So, oh wow. <laughs> But yeah, it, it's you watch the film and you could quite easily see this as a story of an overbearing, pushy, potentially abusive parent. But that's not how I came away from it. Like in real life, things might have been a bit different, but it's a film. They're always going to sugarcoat it to make him probably seem less harsh than he was in real life. But yeah, he pushed them hard, but he also made sure that they were well-educated. Uh, I think at one point he says Venus can speak four languages by the time she's 14. Um, he wanted them to enjoy their childhoods as well. So at one point, he pulls her out of. He just completely pulls them out of the tennis thing uh, to just go and enjoy their lives. Takes them to Disneyland and just says, "No, they need to have a childhood as well." Wow. So, so he was very determined to make sure that they're the greatest, and he truly believes they're the greatest as well. He says from the start, like, "No one is better than these. These will be the greatest female stars of all time." And right at the beginning, he's going around trying to get sponsorship and training from all these coaches. And they just see this black man with two, you know, two girls from the rough side of uh, LA. And it's just like, they're not interested. You know what I mean? Tennis is a white man's game. It's a, it's a, a expensive posh sport and they're not interested. And he's just like, well, it's your loss. Like from the start, he's knows that they're going to be like the best there is. It went wrong, worry. No. And he's right. <laughs> and they've played the... each other as well, haven't they? I mean, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I was listening to a story in another podcast about them actually recently. And Serena's first pro match, she had to face Venus, yeah, and knocked her out. But they've played together in doubles as well, so yeah. they are they they've got the most double like titles ever. And obviously, we all know Serena's got the most Grand Slam yeah. titles. So yeah, he wasn't wrong. 
whatever he did, whether he might have pushed him a bit too hard, whether people thought that he was maybe being abusive in that f- sense. I wish I were pushed more as a youth. Yeah, it's it's paid off, yeah, and they obviously hold no. <laughs> 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 that would have been easier. They, they obviously hold no ill will against him. He's still their coach, has been throughout their life. So even when they've got to adults, they've obviously respected him and his techniques. But in terms of the film, the family dynamic dynamic is really well. It's all really well acted, both him and his wife, um, the actress, and that's don't know her name. Sorry, but she's really good in it. Um, John Berthold is. Uh, comes in as uh, one of the coaches about halfway through. He's really good, sporting a nice uh, moustache. Mm. So, yeah, it's all well portrayed. Uh, and it's, a, a, you know, you're watching the story of the two greatest women of ever in the tennis game. And um, I think that telling it from his perspective was a good idea because he did a lot behind the scenes that just showing a film about them probably wouldn't have, you know, paid it justice about actually how they got there and how they did things. Mm. Um, I thought it was important as well that they didn't stray away from his bad past that gets mentioned about how he kind of like ditched his other family wow. and stuff like that so he's not painted in just perfect light he actually does have a bit of a shitty past and that's brought up which I think was well done uh, the tennis matches are really well done in it as well so much so that it feels like you're watching tennis at times you actually get a little bit interested and invested in it even though you kind of know where the, the outcome in it but yeah Really great film. I really enjoyed it. Um, went into my top ten of the year. Wow! So mm. I can, I definitely feel like there's going to be some Oscar buzz on this. Oh, I mean, cool. bo- both of those films are because they're both Oscar bait films. Has Will Smith won an Oscar? Completely. No, he got nominated. Yeah, for Wild Wild West. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. I think he might have got a Razzie for that one. <laughs> he, he might get one then. He might get his first. That'd be, that'd be nice yeah. to see. Yeah, hmm. I could see it. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Punk, what have you been up to? I have been watching a little show called Mr. Inbetween, if anybody's seen it. I have seen clips you. of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to talk about it because, thankfully, I don't do a weekly roundup, so I can pluck something from the past. Yeah. I don't have to be current. But I found <laughs> out the what should be the last season, the third and final, uh, came out during the summer, and I had missed it completely. Oh. And the whole collection is on Disney Plus now, whereas... Uh, it was only on Pirate Bay beforehand. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, got caught up in the third series of that. Uh, if anybody knows me in any way at all, I enjoy comedy, but I only enjoy black comedy. You know, the meaner the better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Inbetween is quite a mean comedy. It's got a lot of bite to it. I don't know anything about it. Who is in it? Uh, they're all, it's an Australian base. Scott Ryan Ray, he's the main yeah. one. They're all Australian, uh, Australian cast. He made a short movie called The Magician. And it's basically the same character from that, but they've made a series out of it now from that. Uh, I went in completely blind. You know when you watch a comedy and you're not sure how rooted in reality it is? <laughs> and it takes a couple of episodes to get a feel? Uh, this kind of plays on that. But you're not sure... <laughs> There's some slapstick moments with some harrowing scenes, and you're just sitting there scratching your head, going, "Was was that supposed to be funny? <laughs> is something wrong?" So uh, yeah, the main character is called Ray Shoesmith. He's a bouncer at a club, but he also dabbles in a bit of assassination part time. So <laughs> as you do, that old cliche. About um, your time on the boats, there, Biggie. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh. 
He took care of problems, okay? There's no shame in that. So the Ray is a recent divorcee, so his daughter, his ex-wife, play a part in it. He's a horrible bastard. He really is. There's no other way of putting it. But he's sweet to go with it. Um, Which is, again, cliche, the the arsehole with the heart of gold. We all model ourselves after that. But, (laughs) yeah, it really goes into it. If anybody's ever had any experience with anger problems, how they handle it in this show, there is a scene, I think it could be the first episode, where a couple of thugs walk into his daughter and knock over her ice cream. And how you would react in that situation is by caving the head in. Mm-hmm. You would like <laughs> Actually. To. But no, he walks the daughter away to the car. No, sorry about that. But eventually he does. He goes back around a little while later and looks for them. Ah. And yeah. <laughs> His anger, it costs him a lot during the show. He knows better. He's an intelligent guy. He knows he shouldn't do it. But when the blood's up, what can you do? Is he angrier than Adam Sandler in all his films? He's uh, more genuine than Adam Sandler. Perfect. He is one of those people, I used to do a bit of bouncing back in the day when I was fit for it. Uh, If you ever get into a situation with somebody and they smile at you. Oh, yeah. Oh. Because they want it, don't they? They want it. They really do. They know what's happening. Um, So... Not to trip, I'm just literally having a quick look at the trailer, like where you talk, just to see because you go on IMDb and the first image is him holding an ice cream cone. Yeah. And, start behind it. and yet it in the trailer, the he literally smiles at somebody and then just pushes them over like a balcony <laughs> or down off some stairs. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so that's the sort of guy he is. Um, yep. But such an interesting show. Again, I couldn't get a handle on it for the first few episodes, but once you're in that far, you're in it. Like you could binge the first series in a sitting, you get that involved. Probably wouldn't be healthy, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um there's there's a lot of stuff I won't mention because if anybody has watched they'll be saying oh that Irish Conte hasn't mentioned Brittany's brother Bruce, there's mm. Freddie, there's Gary. All great characters. And to give away any of it, it, it would be spoiling the experience. Mm, no, that's fair enough. If you do like your comedy with a bit of bite, uh, it's really worth checking out. And as I said, it's all on Disney Plus now, so no VPN required. Yes, everyone's <laughs> got Disney Plus. There's no deniers. It's where all the well, cool only, stuff is. It is. <laughs> it really is. Only, only 30 minutes as well each episode. Oh, you've it, sold so. me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I came across the British office when that first aired by accident. I was channel surfing and didn't know what to watch and literally came into the probably like just after the credits had started, had gone into that. Mm. And it just took me a moment to work out, is this a fucking documentary? Or is yeah. this a mockumentary? And yeah, it's just when you catch something like that, you just have to give it a moment before it sinks in. You're like, Mate, okay. I did that with Brass Eye. I did that with Brass Eye on the paedophile <laughs> episode. <laughs> that was yeah. difficult. That was diff- I'm like, what's happening? Oh, no. <laughs> Using pigeon calls. Excellent. Is 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 that all you you've done this well? You've probably done more this week. But no, that... I have, of course I've done more. As I give Oodles a little warning because this bit is a bit paid promotion, and I thought you'd be yes. freaking out. No, just uh, do it, Biggie. You're a man for emulation. Yeah, yeah. It's not as good as the hardware, original hardware normally. So I treated myself. I was trying to get my Game Boy Advance with a backlit screen. 
because if anybody's ever played the original console, it doesn't have a backlit screen, and it's probably the reason I need glasses now. <laughs> <laughs> so I've tried to get a backlit screen on it, which I could do. Not brilliant. I then tried to add a rechargeable battery because fuck double A's. Yeah. Uh, that didn't go well either. It just turns out, you know, I'm too drunk to do these sort of things. So I went to a <laughs> website called retro6.co.uk and they, they fitted me with a new Game Boy Advance. It's oh. my original one. But uh, yes, rechargeable battery. Oh. I'll, I'll get the clicky finger. Oh. So, but nice. the best bit of it is... Uh, Fuck, that is bright. Yeah, it for is. Listeners, bright. For listeners, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a tan and I never get a tan. So, yeah, you send in your original model because the SP does all the backlit screen and everything, but yeah. it's just not fun to hold. Uh, no, it's not. Oh, no, the SP's off. And the micro, they, they, at the micro that they did that, oh, that's awful to hold. Yeah. Yeah, I had an SP. So, because with a recent episode I did in Pokemon, I got the itch to play Pokemon Red again. Oh, and, uh, so good. Sent it off, got it done, got it sent back. I've been loving life. Got myself a Poliwhirl. You know, things are finally locking off for Punk. What more do you need? Oh, so much. <laughs> uh, but the funny thing about it is, if you go to retro6.co.uk and at the <laughs> checkout, if you use the code PUNK in do all it. capitals, <laughs> you'll get fuck all. Yes! <laughs> you'll get dirty looks. I just want people to try that. <laughs> oh, please. I, I wish someone did it and paused it just as you said it. Oh. <laughs> We have to find this deadbeat punk guy. <laughs> Excellent. Not getting the urge to fuck the Pokemon like your guests on that week, are you, though? I think oh, they'll know to fuck one. There's a ditto was getting a lot of attention. <laughs> Everybody was talking about Ben, him and his uh, Misty and Shorts material. Yeah. Uh, creepy Welsh bastard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dittos are, like, malleable, aren't they? So I, I get it. I get it. Well, yeah, they have that kind of false sex toy appeal, yeah. but they can shapeshift anything you want to. It'll use your imagination. Oh, don't. You can literally <laughs> go fuck yourself. Oh. Mm, right, let me just compose myself after that image. Oof. Right, so this week I have been playing computer games, which is shocking me. It's rare for me, that. All um, of them. <laughs> all of them. I've completed all, the all the games. No, I've, game got, pass. I've, <laughs> I've gone back to... Uh, Two games I've already played, um, to an nth degree. Not Dragon Quest. Um, I've gone. I've been playing them simultaneously on the one on the PS4, one on the Switch. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise and Monster Hunter World. Mm. Um, I mainly did. I mainly did it for Rise because, and then I'm going to say it now. I think it's my game of the year. I, I, I just there's something about it on that handheld that just on the Switch just it just works. It, the the battles aren't as long as they are on the on the big daddy game on, on world. It's just that nice. It works in its favor. Yeah. It's Makes like, it a lot more snappy. It's quick. It's, it's pacey. It's, I don't know. I think it's only punk that's played it here, isn't it? If, yeah. if gadget was here, be like, Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he loves it as well. Um, and hear the echo from Scotland. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just for me, oh, it is an exclusive for the, is it? No, it's on the PC as well, isn't it? It's coming to the PC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Rise is the superior game over World, but World is so beautiful because it's been updated and it's got some uh, graphic mode options now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just the PS5 version, but 
Um, having a, a, a complete set 60 frames per second just absolutely changes the game on that because that game chugged on the PS4. Fuck. Was... The loading screens as well really yep. benefited from the SSD. Absolutely. I, w- I wish the loading screens were a bit quicker on, on Rise. Cause, mm. uh, Although... just... <laughs> yeah. On the just... Switch. Yeah, it's, it's the Switch's issue. But they, they are just absolutely stunning games. Um, I'm not going to talk about it too much because I already have on this, but I'd, if you don't know what they are, the Monster Hunter franchise is fucking hell, it's been going since PlayStation 2. Um, and it's it literally, it doesn't bury the lead with its name. Oh, you hunt monsters. Um, dinosaurs, mainly. Or uh, mm-hmm. penis dragons. There's, there's, there's some horrendous looking creatures on that. You hunt them and you use their bits and bobs to fashion armor and weapons, and that is loot. Or bigger penises. Yeah, well, yeah, but the loot Penis is gone. satisfying. It's got it's got the thing that gate that, that this action. Let's cock it. <laughs> it's got what I like in action RPGs, where it's got multiple builds that you can have. It's got loads of weapons that you get straight away. You don't have to mm-hmm. unlock them, and you pick what kind of style you want. And for the first time in, and I've played every game in the series. For the first time, I've gone for ranged. I've gone for uh, the uh, heavy bow gun, which is basically like a machine gun. Um, and it's a completely different game, and it's just it's just so much fucking fun. Both both of them. I'm basically playing the same character on both games, which <laughs> I know I'm insane. We all we all know that, but I don't know. There's something nice about it. It's freezing outside. It's terrible time to be alive because Christmas is coming, and yeah, this is just making me feel good. Just hunting monsters. <laughs> Just checking all it, your frustrations out in poor beasts. Yeah, um, if you've never played it as well, I think Rise is going pretty cheap um, at Curry's and places like that. I, I'm pretty sure I've seen it at, at thirty quid, which is an absolute even, steal. Um, Monster World is always in the sales. These oh days yeah, well. yeah. I mean, I think World's the more accessible one in a way. I think it tutorializes the game a lot easier for people that have never played it before. It was kind of a soft reboot anyway. Um, so yeah, pick up the cheaper one. It's probably pence on Steam. I, I have no idea, but yeah, they're just really good games. Just, just you can you can get into the story, but I've played them both twice and I still don't know the story. <laughs> Something's happening and you've got to stop it happening. Basically. By hunting monsters, yeah, by hunting monsters, and yeah, it's just so good. I could go into more depth, but I'm not going to waste your time. But yeah, Monster Hunter Rise and Monster Hunter World—they are absolute bangers. Please play. I think yeah, I definitely do. I think Rise is my game of the year. I think it's just flawless. And as you all know, I'm a big Switch fan. And anything I can play while I'm on the toilet, it's a win, isn't it? So that's what we've been doing this week. Right then, let's just get on with this. This could be a long, long topic, this one. What are we doing this week, Biggie? Our main topic this week has been suggested by one of our patrons. It's Sanitary Natty Cat, <laughs> as voted by us. Um, she sent in, the topic I'd love for you to cover is, if you could be the hero or villain in any film, book, TV show, game, for one day, who would you choose and why? And not just, he can fly, or because he's mint. No <laughs> cop-out bullshit. Rules are, you have to accept all the powers, attributes, and environments the character is in. Unless, of course, you want to be the character so you can change the story path, for the better or worse if you're an evil bastard. And it's for one day only. Excellent. Yes, it's our first executive producer main topic, so thank you very much. We will be having more, won't we, Punk? We'd fucking better. <laughs> <laughs> we 
but yeah, I'm really. Can I just ask Go on, sorry. a quick question on this? Yeah. Are we meant to be transferring our consciousness into the body of this hero or villain? That's how I or... assume. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's fine. That's how kind of I assumed it as well. It wasn't that we all like all of a sudden we were. You look like you, had... but you've got their powers. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I assumed we were them. Right. I mean, it doesn't fine. really matter either way. We can still have fun with it. This is yeah. not school, Stig. <laughs> right, so let's just let's just crack on. I'm absolutely keen to hear what Candy has got for her pick. Well, I thought, why be good when you can be bad? I knew this. Um, and I'm going to go with Maleficent. Um, now, none of that Flangelina Jolie shit. I'm talking about the proper uh, original animated Disney type stuff. And I'm going to talk about why I like her and then what I would do if I was uh, if I was her. Um, I just love that everything in Sleeping Beauty was kind of came down to the fact that she got the hump about not being invited to a party. Like I can feel like that's something that I can vibe with. We've all been there. I I get the hump easily, so I'm already sort of halfway there. Um, so firstly, like this is her first good power that I'm into. She never opens doors. No doors fly open before her. So surrounded by lightning, green flames, and that might be annoying over time, but I only have to be her for a day. So you better believe doors will be flying left, right and centre. Even when I'm just going to the toilet, doors will be banging open. I don't know if you're aware, but if you're like going to Tesco and stuff, the doors open for you as well. Not yeah, with lightning and green flames. I'm in Tesco. Her best pal's a crow. Yes. Again, another winner. Um, and they live together in a huge castle on top of a mountain with an army of goblins at their command which uh, to be honest I, i'd maybe get rid of the goblins just me and the crowns what's wrong the with goblins? not a fan really like little... not as good as trolls <laughs> yeah i'm more of a troll gal myself um she's got absolutely no time for sycophantic good fairies or simpering subjects or the over-the-top happy kingdom <laughs> and as i said before she just threw an absolute wobbler that she wasn't invited to the baby's party even though she hates everyone i'll add and she probably doesn't even like babies does she oh, she definitely doesn't like babies <laughs> as, as is evidence in what happens next <laughs> <laughs> but so she she just flat out puts an oddly specific curse on the baby um the again something kind. we can all relate to yeah exactly um now if you can't remember what the curse was it's that if princess aurora ever pricks her finger on the needle of a spinning wheel She'd be put into an eternal sleep until she had a kiss from her one true love. And if she wasn't kissed before her 16th birthday, she'd die. I'd love to get that curse put on me because I've never sewed in my life. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I've never done it. Not asked. And it, yeah, you would think it's... before you were 16? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loads. I, I haven't. <laughs> I mean, you think it would be quite difficult to walk into a spinning wheel as well. I, I don't know if this is small. No, they're um, not. <laughs> you sit down on them for fuck's sake. <laughs> Oh, I probably would actually. That's something that I would do. Mm. Oh no, I've accidentally tripped over, then sat down. Right if I if I, reca- if I recall in the film, wasn't there just a room full of them? Yeah, they burned them all. But then she, <laughs> but Maleficent puts her into a trance and sends her up to a magical spinning wheel anyway. So it. like, it's all a bit. It's a bit of a cheat. That's a exactly. Complete cheat, which is another good point. I like. Uh, she has a uh, kick-ass gown and headdress. I'd rock the uh, rock the old dragon horns. Um, she absolutely pisses herself at her own jokes as well. She just absolutely has a fucking whale of a time making people miserable. <laughs> Proper sarcastic bitch. When she's got Prince Philip trapped in the tower, she tells him she'll let him let him out to give his one true Is love. Is he called her... Prince Philip? Prince Philip, yep. What? <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking hell. Could have been, been worse. We won't talk about that. Hello. Um, 
So she says he'll let he she will let him out eventually um, to give Aurora her uh, true love's kiss. She's still sixteen, but she shows him an image while she's torturing him. I bet Prince Philip's not sixteen, is he? <laughs> but um, yeah, sixteen feet he's all... in cement. <laughs> uh, anyway, so if I was her for a day, I would just walk around blowing doors open and giving people oddly, oddly specific curses and. I've come up with a few curses in preparation. Oh, of course you have. <laughs> so, <clears throat> can you not can one. you not do them verbatim just in case they actually happen? Can you like, uh, yeah. like paraphrase them a little bit? These curses. No, no, no. I no, just don't no. want to be cursed, Candy. This is just three of many, many curses I have up my sleeve. So oh. you're not getting the whole. You know, you're not getting the full picture, but just a snippet. Um. So if I, Maleficent, was in a queue in a coffee shop um, after blowing the doors open. <laughs> And I had my eye on a French fancy, but there was only one left. And the person in front of me got it before me. <laughs> I'd make sure that every door they ever went through, the security alarm would go off. <laughs> um, and the curse would only be lifted when their dog picked up a magical shell at a specific beach. What wow. the fuck? Yep. That's Try dark. Getting out that one. That's dark. Yep. So the second one. <laughs> if the Wi-Fi in my mountaintop castle went out through no fault of my own, and TalkTalk Talk told me to turn the router off and on again for 10 seconds, and it didn't work. I cursed the technician so that they'd have to say, please leave me a good review after every sentence. <laughs> so the curse could only be lifted once the tech tried on a magical trainer in ye oldie JD sports on a full moon. <laughs> Closes at 7 o'clock and all. Exactly. Exactly. I'm always thinking is Maleficent, you see. You they'll only be able to get there on late night shopping. Yeah, late night shopping Christmas. Mm. Not, it's still not it's just, really just driving to and from every JD spot. <laughs> Please! <laughs> You'd have to get the specific trainer too. I want these Deodoras. <laughs> and then find my final curse. If I only had my witch's lunch break to go out and get some new keys cut, and I got there and the key cutting shop and cobbler said closed for an hour for lunch, I'd put a spell on all the shoes in this shop to follow him around kicking him, and the curse could only be lifted by chanting the words of Toto's Africa, to the homeless person that lives under a bridge, but it's actually a fairy in disguise. Like, like at Timpsons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, keys cut and your shoes done. Terribly personal. That's like, is that, has this happened to you? <laughs> yeah. I may be pulling from real life, I'm not saying. I mean, working class people need lunch. Stop being horrible, you, you well, witch. Mate... <laughs> I'm just saying what I do. Or a skinny locksmith. I know. <laughs> All in a day. You should have brought a pack lunch. You can nibble on the go. <laughs> Can't eat at the office. I'm Maleficent for fuck's sake. I do what I want. I don't. Why do you, you want must a key? open doors? Yeah, why do you want a key when the doors open anyway? You haven't thought well, this through. Well, I, yeah. It could have been a gift. You know them posh keys when you put fancy patterns on them. People, yeah, yeah. I exactly. See. I see. Yeah. I see. You. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's what I do if I was Maleficent for the day. What about your weakness? What's a weakness? Look, that she has one. Oh, she, Babies. Da- she dies. Pastries. She dies at the end. She turns into a fucking dragon. I think she just gets a bit stabbed. Yeah, well, that's a another thing. Stabbed. She does turn into a fucking dragon. That's cool too. Being stabbed is my weakness. We've got a, minus... we've got a show title. A bit stabbed. Minus stabbing happens. <laughs> oh, no, knives my weakness. <laughs> oh, I think her weakness is being left out of parties, isn't it, obviously? Yeah. Like, that's her Achilles heel. Yeah. I, I, no, I kind of I kinda relate to that in a way. So yeah, that's that's a fucking solid pick, solid pick. Um, biggie. So I uh, gave it quite a bit of thoughts around the sort of superhero theme. I was obviously going to go for someone in the X Men, 
And then I thought I'd just go something a little left field, a little bit different, as we had a wonderful discussion <laughs> this afternoon about what we were picking. Yep. Um, so I decided to go for Bruce Lee in Enter the Dragon. <laughs> superhero Bruce Lee. Well, it doesn't specifically on him. say that. doesn't it? say superhero. Read so, the remit properly. Yeah. <laughs> so, I chose Lee because I like him. He's a cocky bastard. I mean, if it was me showing off after my first fight, as you see in the movie with uh, Sammo Hung, for those of you that are Jackie Chan fans, um, I would probably just strut off with my little swagger. But no, Lee backflips several times before launching in the air and somersaulting over the onlookers. Um, so I've always <laughs> wanted to have those kind of manoeuvres to look cool, to have the sort of martial art training that Bruce Lee has had. And he is fit as fuck. Yeah. By the time Enter the Dragon came out, he was 32. And unfortunately, it was his last movie that he did. But in that movie, he has no ounce of fat on him whatsoever he is completely 100% muscle it's insane you can see everything ripple when he's doing any of his maneuvers so I would end up having my meeting with Braithwaite the quintessential British agent that discusses that he's got a a little uh, proposal for me to go undercover and take part in what basically a street fighter tournament and investigate Han on his island who's quite clearly a nutter. I don't think he needed really an awful lot of investigating, to be perfectly honest. But um, it would have been really cool to show off my skills at this tournament, take out the revenge, and of course, the one person in the whole world who killed my sister, O'Hara, also happens to be the bodyguard of Han, so I can take him out um, and then go off investigating. But this time, I'd make sure that one of the coolest dudes to ever grace celluloid, Jim Kelly, survives the interrogation by Mihan, and that all three of us escape the island after we've taken out all of the guards together, and then I get to twat Mr. Han, the Han man, who looks like he's come <laughs> straight out of a comic book. Yeah, so rather than going like to Timpsons and attacking a locksmith, you'd just recreate the film? Because who wouldn't want to be in that tournament? It's, I fucking love Enter the Dragon. Or Bloodsport. Oh, well yeah, yeah. Just, I've always wanted to be martial artist, but I never have. You I've could still be one be. now. As fit as Bruce Lee was in that movie, and to be in that tournament, he's got great hair so as well, hasn't cool. he? Really? Oh yeah. Well, I'd also like to have hair. Uh, no, but, I didn't um... mean it like that. <laughs> that wasn't a dig. <laughs> but yeah, Bruce Lee was just so good in that movie. You finally got to see Bruce Lee after all of those films that he did beforehand, which were all fine. But he really got to show off everything that he could pretty much do in that movie, including that infamous nunchucker scene. Oh fucking um, hell, yeah! The skills that this guy had, and it, it's just be amazing. I'd love to have that sort of training, that sort of um, being one with my body, excuse me. But uh, yeah, I just thought it was incredible and I'd love to have that sort of uh, performance. And unfortunately, it was his last movie. Yeah, and you've got that crippling weakness of, um, was it aspirin? Aspirin or something like that that (laughs) killed him in the end. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly, so don't take any aspirin in that day because you're fucked. No, there's a lot of conspiracy theories around Mm -hmm. his death. Yeah. 
That ain't odd. But yeah, I always just thought he was so cool in that movie. It's one of my uh, favorite movies. Of all Have you seen well. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? The guy that plays um, yeah, Bruce yeah, Lee yeah. and he gets thrown into a car by Brad Pitt. <laughs> I don't believe that had ever fucking happened in a million nope. years. Nope, nope, Bruce nope. Lee were it a was a great machine. scene, nonetheless. Oh, it's a good no, scene. Apparently, his family kicked That's, off about that. Oh, it? but I, I, I never viewed that scene as disrespectful to to. Uh, Bruce Lee. I didn't either. It was just. A I bit of fun, I wasn't saw it? that as that was in. I can't remember the character's name now, but that was it, that was just how he imagined it. He was like, "Yeah, I kicked Bruce Lee's ass, of course." Yeah, it it, and it's yeah. like, "Nah, did you fuck?" Unreliable like, narrator type thing. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, there is a, yeah. a particular scene in Into the Dragon. I can't even remember if I talked about this before, where um, he's in the middle of this fight with uh, Han, and the camera. It's a very quick edit, but they replace Han with, which is basically a. Uh, body of Han, but Bruce Lee does this sidekick, and it is so fucking fast, but it is not sped up. He does that and double I... chop, that double chop flying sidekick, doesn't he? Somewhere both legs, on one of them he does with both legs. Like I can't even explain it. He just somehow manages to like waggle his legs so fast in midair that he kicks someone like four times. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking disgusting. That's so, that sidekick that he does. He just hits him so fast mm. and. Just it's incredible to watch. I had to rewind that several times because I couldn't believe you could do that in real life. But you can actually see that they clearly put a, a fake body there to kick. But wow! Also, a very fast. clever man in general, wasn't he? Yes, very, very philo- well. philosophical as well. But I just thought I could do all that in a day. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, how how long does the film actually take? Does about take... six months. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not filming the film. You you want to go into the film, hour, right? Hour and a half, wanna... isn't it? Yeah, so yeah, it's but you no, in, just, no, it, it takes ass. place over two days. <laughs> you know but, what I meant. Oh, I know. <laughs> but yeah, I think by avoiding what went wrong in that movie, that he gets caught or nearly gets caught. Sorry, yeah, because you know it's coming. Hard. Yeah, so I'd like to think to avoid all that. I can get all that done in a day. Nice. Yeah. I'd love to see him in octagon nowadays. If he was at his prime, just. In mixed martial arts, just kick it fuck out everybody. <laughs> it's so fucking Absolutely. good. I would genuinely wonder what that what would happen in that situation. Whether he'd win. It's a completely different style of fighting, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, would anyone be able to get up and bait him? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. like. Well, there was always would they, that. Would they even um... get close to him? Because it's a different. You never see anyone in an in an octagon fight like, like that, karate no, no, no. and kung fu and stuff. Like, yeah, you don't. Yeah, yeah, you'd do you'd have to be quick though. I mean, Jackie Chan um, was interviewed, and everybody always said, "Oh, who would win, Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee, whatever." And even Jackie Chan said, "Bruce Lee." Well, Jackie Chan had fall better. He knows how to fall. <laughs> yeah, but no, but Jackie Chan studied um, a lot of arts as well as martial arts, so he he mm. is a very different fighter to Bruce Lee. But Jeremy Bruce, Bruce Lee, Lee has the power and the speed. Yeah, he did. Yes, he is just Chikundo. He's just yeah, he's insane. He was incredible. Oh yeah, good pick. Good pick. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go now, uh, because I want to. Um, I'm picking Dr. Jonathan Osterman, otherwise known as Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> I, so you can walk around with your big blue dong out. I mean, yes. Matches balls. <laughs> to match my balls. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Marriage. Um. So yeah. Um. I mean, I'll show you guys. That's the list of his powers. I'm not going to read them all out. He was a tad OP, wasn't he? Yeah. So, um, from from the Watchmen series, a uh, DC comic. Um, so imagine with a snap of your fingers, you could turn water into wine or lead into gold, or if you're truly sinister, you could change oxygen into poison. And there goes the neighborhood. Having the ability to alter the atomic makeup of anything on the planet, 
means that the world would literally be at your disposal. You could create or eliminate anything you wanted. So, basically, Dr. Manhattan is God. A God, not God. Um, if you've seen Watchmen or if you've read Watchmen, um, he's the only person in that universe with powers, which absolutely makes his powers seem even more extreme. So, if I was Dr. Manhattan, yes, I wouldn't wear clothes, because halfway through the book, he just loses touch with humanity, doesn't he? And um, he just doesn't care anymore, so he's walking around with his dong out. Um, a few scenes, he's making love to his girlfriend, while because he can split himself into as many versions of himself as he wants, so he's making love to his girlfriend while also uh, deconstructing a nuclear bomb with his mind, and she don't like that. <laughs> he just wants to... He just wants to fuck himself. Well, no, Again. I don't want to fuck myself. Yeah, Again. split yourself into two. Split yourself into two. Bloodles. Into... <laughs> I love you, bloodles. I just bloodles. <laughs> so you can play Dragon's Quest Eleven while playing another game. I could deconstruct. I could. I can. I can be, do that in a day, mate. Takes more than twenty-four <laughs> hours. Even after how many times I've played it. Um. Yeah. It's. I just like the fact that. Um. He never tested his capabilities. I mean, he has got weaknesses. You can you can destroy him on a molecular level. Um, I think Ozymandias um, completely eviscerated him in the book. Um, he did come back though, didn't he? <laughs> but it didn't last. But you can you can you can stop him, but you can't truly kill him. Um, but I like I, what I like about it. My favorite thing and what I do is very similar to what he did. Um, you know, he just can't be asked with anyone. I just I just teleport to Mars. What day? And oh, imagine how quiet it is on Mars. Oh, <laughs> it just sounds like heaven. And you, oh. you fucked with that Wi-Fi. <laughs> I don't care about Wi-Fi when I'm omnipotent. <laughs> More like <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> the little Martians. I just fucking click my fingers and deconstruct their atoms, mate. Shut up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to worry about the aftermath of what I've done while I've been in for the day because I won't be in the next day. I mean, I'm out. My own body might not exist. But yeah, I just on on invulnerability, just everything about it, omnipresence, which is a bit scary because it's always there on on a on a molecular level. It's it's frightening. But the thing is, as I said in the Watchmen series, in that universe, it is a DC book, but it's not in the DC universe. <clears throat> um, he's the only superpowered being that's existed. Um. I would like to, I'd like, if, if I could become Dr. Man, I'd like to test myself against other well-known comic book heroes like Superman, you know, your, your, big, your big hitters. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, Maleficent. Dr. Pontefract. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Just, I, I just, I, I'd look, I, I don't think they've, and I know comics, I don't think they've ever brought him in to something else. But there are beings, especially in Marvel, you've got galactic beings that could probably just dismantle the solar system. I don't think Doctor Manhattan can do that. So I'd like to see. I'd like to see him. I'd like what I'd like to do is I'd like to bout these fucking Galactus and stuff like that and see what I can get away with. That's like a galactic super smash. So if you... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you could go to Mars like that, could you go to the as Doctor Manhattan? Could you go to the edge of the universe? Could you go to other no. planets, other solar systems? No, he's got. He no. has got. He has got a limit to work where he. Oh, where that's he can a shame because that'd be a really cool thing to do for the day. Be able to just bounce around the universe and actually see what's out there. In, in I can't remember which Watchmen volume it was, but in one of them, um, someone asked him, "Well, could you walk on the surface of the sun?" And he just looks like, "Don't be stupid. There's no surface of the sun." Do you know what I mean? 
But really, his, his inner monologue's like, I can't get that far. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You'd have to hop. I suppose you could yeah. eventually, couldn't you? But God knows how big the universe is. I don't even understand how time works. <laughs> Forget space. I've got no idea. I don't know how far things are away. But yeah, Mars is close enough. Funny enough, there's a nice link with that book and the time as well with the uh, yeah the watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. It's just I, I just think it, it cool. I, I like the sheer brass balls on the man. He's he doesn't seem he doesn't see himself <laughs> blue as, brass yeah, balls. Yeah, he doesn't see himself as a man anymore, and that is his that is his fundamental weakness. Is is he just lack of empathy? He doesn't care. And I suppose if you were an omnipresent, omnipotent being, you wouldn't care, would you? They're just they're just fucking rodents to you, aren't they? Everyone else, it's. But yeah, that's that. I think Doctor Manhattan would be a good one. Plus, I've got a massive ego, and why wouldn't I pick the uh, one superhero that's got the most powers? So yeah, Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. great pick and a great book. People need to read that. I need to watch that. Um, HBO, was it HBO that did a, a series recently. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I Do you know what? I haven't seen that. What, what, seen watch it. It's, it's, the, really it's the sequel to Watch Men Bigger. You need to, you need to watch it. I enjoyed it up until the end. I thought they did Doctor Manhattan dirty. Spoiler. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not. It's not a spoiler. She's she's pissed off because he didn't have his dong out. <laughs> did he? <laughs> is there not any dong? No, there's no. I thought there was a bit of dong. There was no dong. Oh, that oh, must be funny. why. But yeah. it was it was Billy Crudup that played him in the uh, in the film, wasn't it? And he had a big dong. Oh yeah, <laughs> big blue dong. Three big dongs at one point. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love that bit when when he's, he's making love to um to his girlfriend. I forget, I forget her name in it. Um, the name, That's whatever, the superhero girl. And uh, it's it's three on one, isn't it? And his hands are everywhere, and he's got like multiple mm. hands, and he's just pleasure in her. Oh. and she gets in a piss about it. Yeah. Because he's not, he's not concentrating. <laughs> but yeah, that's well, I'd good. have enjoyed it. Who's <laughs> <laughs> pretend, just pretending like he wouldn't do the same? I just got to Mars after I'd... Uh... No, one of my consciousnesses will be at Mars. The other, wreaking havoc. <laughs> <laughs> Orgasms for everyone. But when they try and... When they, when, yeah, when anyone tries to say anything, I was on Mars. I was on Mars. <laughs> this satellite footage to prove it. <laughs> but yeah, Dr. Manhattan, into it. So, Stig? Well, I struggled with a little bit on this because I thought, could I do what you did as well? Go with someone that's like stupidly overpowered and, you know, have a great time. 24 hours, powers all day. Yeah, but it's 24 hours. So instead, I went for the ability to have the funnest and most ridiculous 24 hours I could have. Oh, And to do that, I decided that I would choose one of the world's richest men. Elon Musk. Oh, don't be silly, boys. <laughs> We're talking heroes here. <laughs> Jimmy Carr. <One> of... <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, no, got a I'm talking Anthony Edward Stark. <gasps> Tony! As Tony Stark, a.k.a. Iron Man. Because if I had 24 hours and a billion, billions of dollars, as well as cool as fuck Iron Man suits, Great beard. I could just have an amazing time. I know maybe Supernatural Cat's going, you can't just pick him because they're cool. It's like, but I'm, I'm going to pick him because he's cool. Uh, the guy is just, he has way more confidence than I ever have, or will ever have. His confidence, his swagger, his ability to hold the room, command attention, and 
just to be the life and soul of a party. And just, I would love to just do that and just spend a shitload of money and just have an absolutely fucking awesome day. Um, a bit, a, I know a big that cliffside we- house on Malibu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that his weaknesses are, he obviously has struggled with alcohol addiction before. Yep. Um, but if I'm only having for 24 hours, I feel suits like you as well. That probably suits me <laughs> for 24 hours. Yeah, I'm quite happy to get into all that for 24 hours. And just fucking around with his technology as well. So just imagine being able to just jump in an Iron Man suit. Which one? And fly around. Any of them. Oh. He's got loads. Not the first one when he's in Baghdad coming out of the no, game. <laughs> That's awful. Just any, it's just any Iron Man suit that he's created. Like I know that he blows most of them up in the MCU. The nano, the choosing, nano suit's the best. I'm choosing to believe he's got them, and then he's got the nano suit as well, which can pretty much do anything. That, that he makes wants. him a god. That I should get the yeah, stuff pretty from the much. 70s one that looks like a bullet. Oh, yeah, oh yes, <laughs> so good that one. Imagine that. That's the only one left. <laughs> yeah, so he, that nano suit, like he can go to space. Yeah, in that. nano suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it uses well, he his own much... in, in the in the comics. He uses his own bodily fluids to power it, so you can piss yes. in the suit. So <laughs> yeah, I get in the suit. I'm pissed as fuck. So what? Do I, you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be pissing anyway. So I'll just <laughs> piss. I'll power... like Don't this. drink yeah, and fly. I'll be, I'll be powering the suit by my own. I like the uh, thought piss. of Oodle sitting on Mars trying to get a quiet minute. Yeah, and he turns up loaded. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> trying to heat up his kebab with his pulse already. But I'd hear, I'd hear him like a thousand miles away, like ACDC coming through the cosmos. <laughs> no, I'd play better hell. music. Just as you come in from... <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, now he's here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and not only that, but um, I'm just going to put a little endgame spoiler in here. So maybe skip Waxen. a minute or so. Um, okay, Kurt. He has, yeah, he's mastered time travel. So if I wanted to... I could stay in this day for as long as I wanted to. Mm. Or I could go That's back in time and do clever, things. Mate. That's clever. You thought about it. Yep. Yep. So with his time travel, he could go back to the past and do whatever he wants to, go in the future, go wherever he wants. And I could leave, relive the day and you know, fuck something up there. I'll just do that again. And yeah. So his ability to not only have, he's rich as fuck, he's cool as fuck, he's got awesome tech. And he can time he's travel. He's got a terrible weakness though that you've you've just not talked about. He's married to Gwyneth Paltrow. He's uh, well in my in my uh, version <laughs> he hasn't got with her yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, he has only yeah, at this if point. You, if you can if you do time travel, he's got with her, mate. Um, Sorry. Yeah, but I, I'm you've got gloop all care. over the house or whatever. This she is asks. this is me. This is me and his life. It, Vagina this is candles everywhere. <laughs> this is an alternative reality okay. where I'm not married <laughs> and. And I'm just using Iron Man's body and his suit and his money for the day okay. and just having the fucking greatest day of my life because why not? That's when when you first said it because spoiler alert everybody in the green room we do talk about this. Um we with very little planning, or in Punk's case I give him five minutes planning time. Uh, <laughs> um time yeah. five minutes is all I need. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, <laughs> Iron Man, Iron Man, Iron Man and then I, in my head, his, his power's wealth, just same as Bruce Wayne. But it's not, though, is it? It's not just wealth. It's it's if ego. If was Batman, it would <laughs> be like Bane when he picked up yeah, Batman to break him over his neck. But he turned him around the other way and had to oh. stern him instead. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, but the difference between Iron Man and um, Batman is that Batman's a mopey fucker. He's a, he's he a trained a sh- ninja, though. <laughs> 
Parents' day. Fuck you. I know, he's an awful. Yeah, but that's the thing. I'd I'd end up, like, probably transferring into his body and, like, end up just being moping moping around all the time about his dead parents. I was like... (laughs) Cheer up, Batman. My parents! (laughs) Stick on some scar. Have a whiskey. It's very sad, right? It is very sad that his parents got killed. Oh, it is, yeah. So so did Tony Stark's parents. It's a long time ago. Come on, Batman. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, fuck, fuck Batman. It's too, Batman seems too physical. I couldn't be asked to be that like highly trained. I, I thought about Batman because I thought he's wealthy as fuck. I could have a great time. I could just do whatever the fuck Being I want. Rich, just like fly anywhere, do anything. Yeah, but but you don't have the Iron Man suit. It was the Iron Man suit that that nailed it for me because that thing could go faster than anything that Batman's got. I'd spend the day in the Hulk Buster, me. <gasps> yeah, yeah, the Hulk Buster. <laughs> I just go, just jump in the Hulk Buster and go to a remote place. I got on, a McDonald's drive through. Planet Earth, <clears throat> just smash it up. Like, <laughs> no not going to bother anyone. <laughs> 20 Nugget <laughs> Challenge now. Yes. Ugh. Yeah, Iron Man's really good. Punk, what are you bringing to the table? I am bringing a little known character known as Pontius Cassidy. Oh, I know. Mm. Oh, I know you know because I fucking sent you the name. <laughs> Still know. <laughs> yes. Um, Cassidy, a vampire from the series Preacher. Yep. Um, I just wanted to pick somebody that was Irish because it would make me physically <laughs> sick if I lost my accent. <laughs> and it's also a great superpower. It fucking is. Uh, Cassidy is a vampire, and that brings things like super strength, immortality. I wasn't too keen. He also has a heightened sense of smell. Apparently, you can yeah. smell blood and everything. Lately, I think it's after lockdown especially, I can smell too much as it is. I don't want more of that. It's like, oh, yeah, why have a shower when you can just have links? Thanks. <laughs> so his downsides are is he's a bit of an arsehole. He has a drink and a drug problem, and I can live with that, especially <laughs> for a fucking day. Um, any long-lasting damage will be gone by the time I retain control of myself. So, you know, ripping yeah. you off a bit, but... Uh, what can you do? Well, I think if if you give me immortal, I think to cheer not cheer things up is the wrong experience. But you could be a bit bored, aren't you? For time after time after time, things around you are dying and whatever. So yeah, drinking drugs just seem to be the obvious pathway you're going to have when well, you're stuck with it. Aren't you can you? also pick a fight with whatever you want. You can jump off anything you want as long as you have a little can of blood with you. You'll recover afterwards. Yeah. Get up and do it again. How many times can you die in a day? Let's go. Yeah, oh, exactly. If if, yeah. if you yeah, so I was thinking that I was gonna say if you, if you could die, and you're like, maybe I'll just see what it's like because I know I'm gonna come back, mm. unless they chop your head off, obviously. I don't, I don't think know. that can kill him. Cassidy can come back. Yeah, yeah. that, that don't kill a him. Hardy bastard. <laughs> it's not traditional Bram Stoker Dracula well, style. Yeah, um, him and Jesse Husker in the middle of like eighties New York, just rolling about bar to bar fighting back when you could have fun in pubs just yeah I'm <laughs> all for that you can smoke inside yeah I was just, I was oh. just got out for a cigarette <laughs> oh I missed those times oh fucking bastards so yes uh, all over that I said the only downside is he seems to he isn't kind to his friends and he's a bit unreliable he's a sociopath yeah I mean but, if you call that a weakness I'm not sure if you yeah. would Oh, yeah, for but, a day I could live with it. Yeah, yeah, but the rules that Natty Cat actually set out as well mm-hmm. was that you had the ability to change that, so you don't actually have to be stuck to his problems. Mm-hmm. You you could just be you. So you don't have to be married to Gwyneth Paltrow then. 
Oh, yeah. That's, you don't need a house full of tubes. No, because if I'm jumping into his body, yeah. that's... You I'm could divorce her that day. Married. Yeah, I could do it. There you go. And just keep the fanny wax. The other problem with Cassidy is, if anybody's seen the live show, it's Joseph Gilgan. Yes. He's not Irish, is he? And then, no, he is fucking not Irish. <laughs> no. You'd never guess watching him. No. Uh, so I could be stuck sounding like that for a fucking day. That, that'd be awful. You'd just rip out your, your vocal cords, wouldn't you? Fuck it. <laughs> They'd only heal back. I know, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great pick that, Preacher. Oh. I'd, 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 I'd try and tell people to recommend to watch the show, but I'd rather you read the books. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. <laughs> Garth Ennis. Yeah. He's even Ireland, more brutal in the show as well, from what I remember. It's just, it's that Gilgan guy. He was on everything for a while, wasn't he? In, um... mm. Well, he, he was brilliant. This is England. I mean, yeah, it's well, that's good. Yeah, that's incredibly powerful role. And it just, he hasn't seemed to have anything to match it. He's, very comedy based now. Mm, yeah, he is a funny guy, but like, does yeah. drama well. We'll get him on yeah. the show next week. I'll ask Did, him. Um, <laughs> is pre- is preach the one with the guy who's got a butthole from mouth? Yes, yes. yes. Our space. <laughs> Just that's really. <laughs> what can we call this character? Our space. Yeah, but yeah. there's a reason. <laughs> yeah, if you there is a book, reason. You understand it all. <laughs> And they kind of cover it in the TV show, but I just think yeah, the TV show is okay. They Although maybe really I've to modernize it and make him uh, more yeah. likable character in the show. Which yeah, which is not the point. from the character, no. Yeah. Mm, preacher, yeah. yeah. Read, read Preacher, guys. Read Preachers. Yeah. Uh, so it would be lovely to live like that and not end up looking like Shane McGowan. So I think that's... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, Shane McGowan's got teeth now, hasn't he? Kind of. They're not his, are they? in his mouth. Yeah, they're not <laughs> his. probably fine. Number to show. <laughs> but Christ, yeah. Ooh, what a role model. <clears throat> but yeah, excellent. Uh, we'll, we'll have more honourable mentions in the patron segment. But I want to know, I don't know who's controlling the uh, the repulsive sack of um, feedback, um, but I want to know what the uh, listeners have brought to the table. Unload it on the table. Unload it on the table. Perfect. Do you want to do it, Piggy? Yeah, you're pretty good at standing in for him. Yeah, I can do. Yeah, no worries. All right, thanks. Oh, he's so first furious. <laughs> he's filming. <laughs> no, he did it last time. He's, he's better than me. I, I can't fucking read for shit. I always end up stumbling. Tony Stark can read. That helps. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> does you shut it the fuck him. up. I'll start going on. Whoa. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Okay, Dad is angry. So, so first up is Bobby. And he said, if Oodles is bothered about having willies, then Mr. Fantastic might be a good choice. Ooh. Imagine the helicopter you could pull <laughs> with those powers. <laughs> Amazing. Ma- one massive, massive willy windmill. Standing like, <laughs> stand on top of like a, a mountain somewhere and just I let it... Being <laughs> able to like, bond your rope with your own... It's never been investigated in the books, has it? It really, has. The fact that Mr. Has it? Mm-hmm. At what point? When, any, they... when, when, whenever Grant Morrison gets a hold of a character, things oh, like that okay. get investigated. <laughs> Trust me. And yes, um, Sue Storm had a great night that evening. <laughs> I wonder if he could like, um, you could get it going so fast that it could be like, you propel you off like a helicopter. <laughs> I mean, you're joking, but he's done that. Not with his dick, but with his arms. <laughs> I love Reed Richards. Don't fucking badmouth him. Good boy. Yeah, but it's more fun to do it with your dick. We're talking it? about him. We're talking about his penis. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good pick. Just make sure he doesn't come, come while he's spinning it we around. We might get that when, when we eventually come into the MCU. We might get the cock-copter. Who knows? 
Yeah, that's exactly what Disney and the MCU yeah. are doing. Yeah. 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 3D film. Ooh. We're going to we're we're turn down all the blood and stuff in Blurred, but what we're going to do is when Fantastic Four come around, Reed Richards is going to willy windmill his massive penis. Yeah. <laughs> And you can buy the toy. Move aside, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) It's a squirty gun. (laughs) Okay. He does make himself taller all the time as well, like because he's. I think his his normal stature is like five foot seven. He's quite a short bloke. Oh, I should have picked him then. So what he does? What he always does is make himself that little bit taller all the fucking time. Mm. So I just said, Stig, why do you want to be Reed Richards? So I can be taller than five foot eight. The problem with Richards though is you're five five, aren't you? No, 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 no. Fuck you. Problem with Richards is, is um, he gets he, he, doing all the stretchy stuff. Is it's it's on his metabolism. He gets tired, so you couldn't willy copter for too long because you've got to eat a lot of calories and that to keep your metabolism going or whatever. Not in the Ultimates. No, not in the Ultimates. No, no. It's a full on mutant in the Ultimates, isn't it? We get like one of those beer hats with protein shakes. Yes, like that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Just fuel injected into his veins. Fuel, yeah. <laughs> You <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for the new Fantastic Four. Bring it on. <laughs> With Cockcopter. Fantastic Four so... skin. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Sergeant Story, he came out with, I want to be Nightcrawler and set him up on a villain path. Ooh. Spend the day robbing banks, jewellery stores, diamond exchange, etc. Pop in, loot wherever, pop out, bring it back to location I can control, then never have to work again. Kurt Wagner has the worst weakness, though. He has to he has to be able to see where he's going. I've been there. Yeah. yeah, I thought that when he said yeah, that. Yeah, he can end up through in between a wall and just die. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, just... mm. I mean, it's a good point, though, that um, that's also what I would do as, I, as Tony Stark. I would just put a bit in my yeah. bank account. Deposit some see into your rest... PayPal. <laughs> see me and my family right for the rest of our Cheers, lives. Tony! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Although if the real Tony Stark then took back over, he could just take that money back. No, I would write a contract as Tony Stark yeah. that with his signature. <laughs> I would do it all by legally. This was before I went on the drug and drunk. And why have I bought two years worth of it? <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't regret that. Um, gadget rating. Who's his, that? Uh, yeah, it's just, I'm not sure he. Weird. He decides uh, to have a holiday. <laughs> Come it's on, not, it's not a paid Ridiculous. holiday either. This is coming out. This it, is unpaid. It's Scotland. It's not a holiday. Yeah, absolutely. And that's how it should be. Uh... <laughs> 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 He's written. I trust everything is going swimmingly in my absence. I'm currently absconded in the west of Scotland, enjoying peace, quiet, and alcohol. Lots of alcohol. As is tradition, when one of us can't be on the show, my pick for the main subject would be Spider Man. For me, Spider-Man is the perfect superhero. He's brave, he's smart, he looks fantastic in Lycra, but he's got a strong moral compass and he does nothing but good for the people of New York. But the main reason I want to spend 24 hours in the tights is the web swinging. How much fun does that look? Sure, I have to deal with a wandering symbiote or a jealous former friend who stole his dad's tech, but that's a small price to pay for that exhilarating freedom of movement. Swinging between skyscrapers at 70 miles per hour just looks like the best fun any person could ever want. Looking forward to my return next week and expecting I'll come back to the community house warming party meme. I, it'd be hilarious if when he became Spider-Man for 24 hours, it was in Newcastle. Not many <laughs> tall buildings. <laughs> he'd just be swinging on yeah, the bridge, wouldn't he, for somewhere. ages. Ooh, look at me on the bridge. <laughs> Give us a push. 
No, it becomes okay. Spider-Man and then just end up hitting the side of a bus and spend the rest <laughs> of the day I'm just, I'm just wishing that when Gadget did become Spider-Man for 24 hours, it was that 24 hours when Spider-Man actually started turning into a spider. Remember that in the old, <laughs> in the old animated, it became oh, the yeah. man, man spider. I wish it was that 24 hours. Fuck yeah, for having an holiday. Gadget will love that. He has such a yeah, he can't look himself in the mirror. He's been afraid of himself Gadget for 24 hours. Gadget would be brilliant. You could play Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. <laughs> and the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh. He'd be too afraid of himself to do anything. <laughs> Catches a glimpse <laughs> in the monitor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could come back um, before Uncle Ben was killed. Save Uncle Ben, or just watch Aww. him die again. Yeah, and then we'd yeah. no, and then we'd never have, we'd never have to see him get killed. <laughs> great power, again. Because, yeah. I've heard it, Uncle Ben. I've heard it. Fucking shut <laughs> up. Hurry it up. I've only got a day of this. <laughs> I've seen four of these chuffing origin stories already. I've had enough. <laughs> I just saw. I saw um, somebody went to a comic convention as Uncle Ben. And then they just drop dead in front of all the Spider-Mans <laughs> around the comic center. Yeah, it's got p- pictures of all the different Spider-Man. Like... Oh. Great idea. But yeah, Spider-Man has been my honorable mentions as well. And uh, a big shout out to Insomniac's game as well, because it bloody well makes you feel like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, then we have Ray uh, writing in, Hi, modern escapism. I would certainly be happy to spend a day as Deadpool. The reason for such a choice is I want Wade Wilson's most powerful power, his carefreeness. Whether the world gets saved or destroyed is never a concern for Deadpool. He only cares about making money with his hired gun job, uh, irritating uptight heroes and villains alike, and whatever can make him happy at the moment. On the other hand, his combat skills regenerate... Oh, my God. On the the other hand, his combat skills and regenerative ability make the merc with a mouth from being caught in any serious consequence despite the predicaments he was in. With this combo, Deadpool may not be the most powerful anti-hero, but definitely the one carrying the least on his shoulders. Since I can have superpowers for one single day, I'd rather have some fun than taking great responsibility because I have great power. After all, no rule-binding citizen can refuse a brief moment of free reading with no repercussion. Just don't take your mask off, fuck's sake. <laughs> he is ugly! <laughs> So many people, if they had like proper powers, they would just be bastards with it. Oh, well, without a doubt. That's why you should listen to Uncle yeah. Ben. <laughs> Telling you, yeah. Like so, gadgets saying, "Oh, like Spider Man is, you know, like he's, he's good and right, he's righteous and he's good." It's like you don't have to be. No, <laughs> you could be a bastard, Spider Man, if you want. <laughs> just webbing grannies as the crossing road and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just walking past webbing everyone while doing the Tobey Maguire dance. There was uh, recently in, in one of the Ultimate Spider-Mans, um, I think about a month ago, where um, the city actually fined um, Peter Parker for the excess webbing across the city because it was just making such a mess and it's very difficult to clean. And that's one of my favourite things about it. Like The actual costs of having a superhero in your city would be ridiculous. Like that film Hancock, the Will Smith one. Yeah, he's quite a good shot as well, Spider-Man with his web, isn't he? You can probably oh, I wedge, wedges from a distance. Wedges? What are you from? The fucking the... Beano? <laughs> <laughs> when he uses the balled up one, the condensed one, you just get somebody in the nuts from halfway yeah, across. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the one. And he's got the rapid fire well, wedges because you have to be up close to do that, but to do it from a distance would be quite wedges, good. mate. I'm going to give you a wedgie when I see you. Then you you know what I'm talking. Well, about. you're going to get a surprise. <laughs> I don't wear underpants. <laughs> Bring underwear, stick them on them. <laughs> Where do you? Great, I'm gonna get stink palm after a while. So, um, Wipe his mouth. Angry Kurt comes in. 
My choice here would be a tough one between Iron Man and Captain America. I love the idea of having access to all of Iron Man's tech, but in the end, I went with Captain America. Super strength, great fighting style, and an indestructible shield, which he uses to great effect in fights, is all great. But what swung it for me was his moral compass, which always seems to be on point. Plus, he gets to fight Nazis, which, unless I'm mistaken, no other superhero gets to do. Oh, there's loads to do. Yes, thanks for recommendation <laughs> on The Thing. Oh, he's watched The Good Thing. Man. I bet yeah. he cried when he watched it. He doesn't like horror good films, man. does he? <laughs> It's a good film to watch if you don't. I think I think Kurt picking Captain America is perfect because Kurt's a little boy scout, isn't he? Best, he's, he's pure of heart. He's he's a kind soul. And... If any of us was to get superpowers, I'd be happiest if it was Kurt. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he's earned it. He's earned it. Yeah, he definitely wouldn't shoot a condensed ball away at your testicles. No. <laughs> Plus, if if he was going to jump into Captain America during uh, World War Two, you're getting to punch and beat the shit out of Nazis. So good. That's a, that's a great 24 oh, hours. You, know. <laughs> you wouldn't need to have your dinner. You just, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm having, giving I'm having for a, a wedgie. I'm having a great, yeah. Biggie going around wedging them all. Ah, Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> you take that. <laughs> Fucking Himmler. <laughs> <laughs> you naughty people. Uh, yeah. But hope he doesn't get any super jokes come with it. Though. Oh, Captain America. Oh, he's been on funny. fire. Do you see he changed his name on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. it's terrible. <laughs> Brilliant. Kurt, go for it. You're doing the Lord's work. He is exactly. the Prince of Stats. And that, that's it. That's everything in the bag. Excellent. Absolutely lovely. Lovely, lovely, lovely. So uh, Empty like Spidey's fluid. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So I think it's time to uh, jump ship to the socials. Yeah, social time. You can visit our website, modernescapism.co.uk. On there you can find a link to all of our socials, contact details, and our merch store. If you have any comments or feedback, you can fill out a form on the website, tweet us or email us on modernescapismpod at gmail.com. <laughs> you were laughing at <laughs> She sounds almost cockney. <laughs> you do. I know, I apparently do. All right, but... I'm candy. That's how I sound when I've got the colds. <laughs> Oh, um, <clears throat> we also have a Discord server if you'd like to join our community of listeners for a chat about the podcast and many other aspects of pop culture and escapism. If you enjoy Twitch and want to keep us company while fumbling our way through some games, you can find us on twitch.tv forward slash modern escapism. And um, we're hoping to be back to our reg- regular schedule soon. In fact, I think we're going to maybe do a watch along to the Game Awards, which will be tonight if you're listening to the regular pod. We've already told you about our Patreon, so if you're feeling generous and want to give us a bit of extra support so we can continue to bring you new content, please consider subscribing on patreon.com slash modernescapism. We really do appreciate any contributions, and if you want to support us in a non-financial way, leaving us a five-star review wherever you can can really make a... (laughs) If you want to support us in a non-financial way, leaving us a five-star review wherever wherever you can really does make a massive difference too. Next week, we're doing rose-tinted glasses. So did you ever look back fondly at any media think? Maybe I'll crack it out again. And uh, it just is not as good as you remembered. It should have stayed in the past. Yeah, for example, Earthworm Jim is not a good game, guys. <laughs> it's no. not a good game. Wasn't the first time round. People loved oh, it. People fucking loved it. The people were wrong. Mm. Mm. Yes. So yeah, that's going to be a great episode. Nice and... <sighs> cathartic for us all but yes um for the people that are tight and don't want to pay us any money we're gonna we're, <laughs> we're gonna end the show for you but i want to thank for, for, for the non-page i want to thank punk for joining us and taking the uh the gadget box on zoom there thank you very much oh you're more than welcome thank you gbp you've been wonderful 
So before we go, Punk, where can people find you? Oh, well, just you sit there and watch while I plug myself for your pleasure. <laughs> That's what I want. I actually... <laughs> Cock is out. Oh, <laughs> helicopter punk. <laughs> so I invested in two URLs thanks to uh, our own Stig. <laughs> Alert me to its presence. The first one is uconts.co.uk <laughs> and the other one is the slightly friendlier wtfdyw.co.uk they'll both bring you to my Buzzsprout page you can find all the socials and everywhere it's hosted through that was that snappy enough for That's you perfect. Are you happy it's perfect yeah brilliant yeah. wasn't it well done punk <laughs> great man yeah thank you I'll get fucked. <laughs> now get. No, I don't want to say it's that. To sit back I don't to want to him. say that to him. What, oh, dude, what the fuck do you want? Such a pleasure. <laughs> try it. Try it. Now get fucked. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. If you ever way. get bored of two things, if you ever get bored of saying "What the fuck do you want?" and get fucked, just stop recording. You've gone on too long. You know I can't end a show as well. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. <laughs> well, if you want to borrow it, I'll tell everybody you ripped me off. You'd love that. You'd fucking love that. I would. Yeah. But thank you. And if you want, Punk, you can join us around the back live. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so for everyone that's not paying us, with great power comes great responsibility. Get out of here, you cheap bastards. Perfect. Thank you. Bye. Um, if it's alright with everyone I'm going to go you can go you can absolutely <laughs> go I'm so right. sorry I'm snotty I'm sorry Stig it's going to be awful that's fine <laughs> it's fine I do apologise fine Winston <laughs> 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 <laughs>